everybody, uh, Christian here. I am the director and co-creator of the Once a Future Nerd. And I'm Zach. I'm the other co-creator. And we are talking today with uh, Greg Schultz, who is the newest member of our cast. He took on uh, the role of Yellowween, starting with Chapter 7. Uh, welcome, Greg. Hello. How's it going? It's going all right. It's a nice Saturday morning. Yeah. Uh, before we get into, um, you know, the real, uh, the real heavy stuff, which I'm sure we'll be, uh, talking about, uh, during this interview, um, what did everybody, uh, what did, uh, what did we do this week? What did we listen to, watch, uh, play, read, whatever? I've been playing a bunch of games. Yeah, what well, are you playing? mostly two. Just, uh, Destiny, I got the new expansion, and Hearthstone. Which is the Blizzard card game? Mm, I'm a little. I've been scared. That's like a. That's like a deck builder set in the WoW universe. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty yep. much. Yeah. It's, it's dangerous. Yeah. I'm scared of all WoW things. I was uh, like, I was pretty glad that the the Elder Scrolls MMO turned out meh because I feel like if that were good, like that is all I would be doing with my life. So. So with the Hearthstone, were you excited about all those new cards that they just released? I am. I think uh, it'll uh, kind of widen out the the options for what decks, like what classes can make what decks. Because everything seemed really pigeonholed and has for a little while. So I'm, I'm actually looking forward to it. And I, I finally opened up my wallet to Hearthstone and bought a few packs. Uh-oh. <laughs> so, I've avoided that so far. but Yeah. I up till now, I just I hadn't played in a while too because because everything was like, oh well, if you're you're doing rogue, you're doing miracle rogue, or if you're doing uh, I don't know warrior, you're doing like handlock or whatever. But um, yeah, I just wanted to really dig in to the new stuff and kind of find what I wanted to do. Nice. Is yeah. Destiny the uh, is that like the the one where you're on planets? What's I'm so out of the loop on video games. Yeah, that's the that's the new Bungie game. Mm. And that's oh, that's right. Been yeah, yeah. Getting like tons of flack left, right, and sideways. Um, and right now they're in some controver- like quote quote controversy because uh, they you have to have the new DLC to do the the weekly Nightfall quests. Okay. Um, and everybody's freaking out, and it's like, oh, I can't believe Destiny would do this. Uh, they, they're, they're blocking content behind a paywall. This is terrible. And all I go is like, did you play Halo? Because literally, <laughs> like, there were just, um, there were just playlists that you couldn't do unless you got the DLC. Um, so, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, sometimes I'm, it's like the way a company presents a thing will, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. And, I don't know anything about Destiny. Uh, there's been other issues with similar kind of actions lately, and yeah. everybody's been up in arms about it. And it's just, I feel like it's a change in the trend of where things are going. Yeah. Um, and people are just kind of rebelling against the change. Yeah. And like, I get like, there's something kind of shitty about like, you know, paywalls and stuff. I think there's something really shitty about the like, pay extra money and get all the like the good stuff. Yeah, like pay to win. Yeah, versus like 
because it's free like to play. Like yeah. that's just that's just the real world. Like I'm playing video games to escape that. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know. uh, Zach, what did you what did you, uh, what did you play this week? Well, I played some StarCraft because I always play some StarCraft. Right. Sure. And <laughs> other than that, I didn't do so much with the gaming. I was listening to a lot of that serial podcast. Actually, I just started it. Yeah, that's and, really good. Yeah, Greg, I've have been... you listened to this at all? Not yet. I've been. Uh, I I'm concerned that that's going to be one of those things where I'm gonna be like, I need to listen to all of it right now. And like I do that with TV shows where I'll go, I'll wait till I can binge on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I've yeah, I I will listen to it eventually just because it's, it seems like one of those cultural phenomenons that you just it I sh- should listen to it or else I won't be able to talk to people. Um, yeah, it is did, it is really good. We won't say anything about it to uh, okay. not spoil I, anything for you. I did wind up listening to about four hours of it on my first go yesterday. Nice. But yeah. to be fair, I was also doing tedious work at work, so I just listened as I worked. Yeah. Yeah, that's usually what I end up doing. The nice thing is that it's, you know, it's this is maybe a weird thing to notice, but like it's um like it's NPR, so they like the way they mix and master it is very, you know, talk radio y. So mm. it's actually like it's fine to like listen to while you're like, you know, brushing your teeth or you know anything like that like if you just like have like a one of those little portable speakers or something it's great <laughs> like it functions like talk radio but it's also really interesting gotcha cool yeah i'm wondering if it's gonna like and i i said something about this on reddit the other day um but i wonder like w- what if anything um serial is gonna do for audio drama you know because it's like it's essentially a nonfiction audio drama, you know? Mm-hmm. And so like, I wonder if this is going to make people, whether this, you know, because it is also an exceptionally good story. So it might just be a one-off thing or, you know, maybe it'll like make people more accustomed to the idea of like hearing a continuous story in a podcast, you know? Well, I think at the very least it'll open the eyes to a lot of people to just the idea of podcasts being um, like entertainment for the masses yeah. kind of like, like the corporate exec who's like, Oh, TV and movies are the whole way. It's like, Oh, wow. This podcast thing is, yeah. can actually produce. Let's see what we can do here. Yeah. Right. Right. So and for normal people too, like as my own small do in my part, the, my coworker for the past year and a half has refused to listen to anything podcast. And I was <laughs> telling her about Serial yesterday, and she was like, you know, that sounds really interesting. Maybe I should figure out how to listen to podcasts. And so maybe she'll try a podcast, and then she'll like it and listen to other podcasts. So I did mm-hmm. my small part. Nice. If it takes off, I take full credit. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Zach is responsible for Serial. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I've been, um, what did I do this week? Uh, I've been playing, I, so, to show you how behind I am on video games, I've, like, finally gotten around to playing Bioshock Infinite. Oh, uh, uh, yeah? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm loving it, um, it's a really great game, the story's really cool, I, you know, I have the same complaints that, like, a lot of people 
have like mm-hmm. their like elements of what I will uh, tentatively call uh, dude bro shooters that like they didn't necessarily need to add to Bioshock, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's just a little like like yeah, I get why you did that. You wanted a broader appeal or whatever, but like. I, I do miss shooters when you could just carry as many guns as you wanted. Like, the two-gun yeah. thing is, I mean, it, it's I guess it's interesting tactically, but, like, it's no, it's no less realistic than, like, I regenerate health after a couple seconds and can, like, <laughs> get shot 30 times and eat a hot dog and I'm fine. Like, just, just yeah. let me carry around. <laughs> a hot dog out of the trash. Right. <laughs> Unless it specifically specifies it's rotten. Yeah, that's true. And then, it'll, true. and then it'll heal me. That adjective really just kills it. Right. Yeah. Uh. Um, and I got yeah I did I did okay in the last uh, Steam sale. I also got um, XCOM Enemy Unknown, uh, which I haven't nice. played yet. Like I literally like I went to load it up, and it was like warning: you need to reconfigure your keyboard to use the function keys as function keys. And I was like, yeah, I'm gonna start this another time. Um, mm-hmm. And then I got uh, Brutal Legend uh, for like six bucks. Oh, nice! Yeah, you, you know it's it one of my favorites. Uh, I love that game. <laughs> should I should I keep going? Like I found the gameplay to be eh, but like I so love the story and like the the game design and everything. Should I yeah. should I keep going with it? Uh, I think so. I don't know. That game was like that was one of the games I played, and people would watch me play it. Uh huh. Uh, because it was just so enjoyable, yeah. Like story-wise, right. The gameplay is kind of rough at times, right. But there are just there are little moments where the voice acting or like you'll see something and it'll be. There was one in particular where there was a really difficult mission, uh-huh. and then the achievement that popped up. I played on the 360. Uh-huh. The achievement popped up, made the whole thing worth it. <laughs> like, I got so frustrated with it, and then that happened, and I was like, this game is the best. All right, I'll have to keep it. It just going. rewarded me for maybe it. I should, maybe I should try it with a controller, because I feel like the driving controls on a keyboard are just, like, terrible. Yeah, that's what I, I find that a lot of games yeah. I have to play with a controller. Yeah. It, just because that's my thing i guess yeah um but i love like i just love that like you know the jack black character is a roadie so like he gets to the world and like realizes that even then he's not the star and like the thing he can do is like put together a crew and keep a tour running smoothly you know like i just (laughs) i love that uh so speaking of voice acting which is a thing that i think you said like two minutes ago um (laughs) This is a very smooth transition. Um, so, so Greg, you as I uh, as I said when I introduced you, you kind of uh, inherited um, the role of Yellowween, so to speak, um, fairly fairly recently. And I wanted to know kind of uh, what that was what that was like um, for you as an actor. What was uh, maybe uh, easier about that? What was maybe more challenging about that? Just your thoughts on that whole thing. Yeah, it's it was an interesting process just because uh well starting from the beginning, I I had listened to the show like uh Bree who we mentioned uh has was like, "Hey, you should check this out. They do this really cool thing." I was like, "All right, let me listen." Um and I liked it a lot. Uh and then the the part came up and it was like, "Can I even do that voice?" 
can I can I try to make it as close as possible? Um, the idea of trying to not only kind of come up with a cre- uh, character mm-hmm. and like in like be that character, but also match it to what this other person did, it right. just kind of felt like it added an extra layer. Um, but it was one. It was something where I felt I could hear kind of my voice in what he was doing. So I was like, all right, I'll give it a shot. Um, and it appears to have worked out. I think it works out. I think, uh, you know, the, the audience will decide, but I think you're you're a great uh, Yellowween, and I think, uh, you, you know, you've got the voice down. Are there any, um, are there any like, uh, tricks that you, that you use to, like, get into the voice? Like, is there anything you use to, like, get yourself in that headspace or anything? <laughs> uh, I remember... When we were auditioning, you gave me the hint of um, the the uh, who was it? Uh, Pierce Hawthorne's dad from Community. Yeah. You gave me one of his lines, and I've I, I did that initially. But the thing I've been going to is just trying to be Vampire Bill from uh, True Blood. <laughs> Sookin, no, <laughs> cannot do that, <laughs> and like all that kind of uh, that. That's really what I go for, is just try to be Vampire Bill gotcha. as much as possible. Fair Always enough. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the Pierce Hawthorne's dad, that that I got that from, from Hayes, who played Yellowween chapters one mm-hmm. through six, and he would always, like, I have so many, you know, takes where, like, just before the takes started rolling, he'd say, like, under his breath, he'd say, you're basically fins. And there was, like, apparently this line <laughs> that Pierce Hawthorne, like... Um, I've watched like some community, but not all the community. Apparently like Pierce Hawthorne's dad is like racist in these really, really specific ways, like about like Scandinavians and, and stuff. <laughs> He's racist in every yeah. way. That's, <laughs> that's basically it. Every yeah. Group. <laughs> yeah. So he's got, yeah, some line. It's like, I wanted like. Norwegians, you're basically Finns or like Swedes. Or I, but Hayes would say that all the yeah. time. So, so Vampire Bill, huh? Yeah, Vampire Bill's usually what I try to, uh, I guess, channel through my voice. Um, and it's been, uh, it's been nice to do just like to to kind of figure out can I hold it for through like a longer bit of dialogue. Mm-hmm. And, um, one of the rewarding bits was that now that chapter seven is out i have a couple friends who uh started listening to it to once in future nerd and then they you know binged all the way up to it so good work guys thank you uh that's um, that's my favorite like that's my favorite thing to see when someone like downloads the first couple and then i see like you know a couple hours later the same ip address will just like download the whole thing i'm like that's one of my favorite things yeah one friend did um she was like, I, I know Greg's going to be in this episode. I have to listen for him. And then she was just listening. And then a, it took a few lines of dialogue. He was like, oh, wait, that's Greg. Oh, my gosh. So I was like, I did it. I, got, I nailed it. <laughs> um, so it's been rewarding in that sense just to, to be able to, like, take on that role. There's just times where I still feel like I'm trying to fit into the role still. I remember in my first recording where everybody else was there. Uh, people were asking, oh, are you going to try to do something different with it? Or are you going to, you know, change it at all? I was like, no, I'm going to try to keep it as close as I can. And I kept thinking about that. And, like, maybe down the road, 
I might try to mess with it a little bit um, in so much that you can when I'm doing an accent that isn't my own. Right. Uh, and I'm focusing on the diction of that. Sure. But um, I don't know. There are little moments when every once in a while I, I'm like, oh, maybe I should put a different like twist on that or I don't know. So I'm hoping in the future I can start to kind of take it on, I guess, more fully. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it's, I mean, I'm I always, uh, you know, I'm always up for like trying new stuff uh, in in rehearsal and everything. So if you if you're playing around with a line and you find something that thinks you think works well, you know, just always you know try it and, uh, and I'll usually say yeah, go ahead do it. Like the biggest thing has been I've been trying to build up the confidence of like yes, I can do this. It's okay. Uh, you're doing fine. Yeah, we, I mean, we've, and we've recorded three chapters with you. You are doing fine. <laughs> You're doing very yeah. well. Don't no, worry. it's just, it's, it's very, like, I'm getting plenty of support around. It's just all in my head at right, this point. Sure. It's like, I can do this, like, slightly better. Sure. Or, like, or all that stuff. So, um, thank you very much for the support. Uh, sure. But it's just, like, mentally, I gotta get there. Um, and the, the weirdest thing is just when I realized where kind of Yellowween kind of where he is now and kind of what's happening for him right now mm-hmm. in the various recordings that we've done yeah. uh it's it's kind of it's pretty important stuff for him yeah um, do you want to um do you want to talk about uh that a little bit and about his uh character and um where where he's gonna come from and 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 where he is i mean i mean uh, most of the the heady stuff happens in chapter seven has the last part of that come out or is that... uh, it has not yet um it's coming okay. out soon uh, yeah okay so the interaction with like his family and really getting to see where he kind of comes from and the culture that he is comes from and what he says about it mm-hmm. really seems to reveal like what he thinks of kind of himself where he's from um and at least initially when he's interacting with it. But one of the more interesting things I thought was when he has to reflect upon kind of what he's seen outside of uh, the forest. Um, and he has to take that into consideration when dealing with what seemed like the status quo back home. Uh, and it is kind of like going to college and then coming home and be like, oh, God, um. <laughs> Oh, my parents are racist, and just like, like <laughs> which isn't the case. Mom, Dad, I love you. You're not. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, no, it's it's just kind of interesting to try to feel out that whole like, oh, I don't know if I'm comfortable, but this is where I come from, and like the heritage, and it's kind of the 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 conflict between the two, and kind of where that ends up is pretty cool. As a listener for a long time, I thought he was just kind of a douche. <laughs> um, and then, especially chapter seven, which was the first one I got to record, I was like, oh, you know, this guy's, this guy's just a guy. He's just, you know, he's just hanging out and he's trying to figure out his life and what he's going to do and where his alliances lie. Which is, you know, heavy stuff. But, uh, yeah, I, don't know, I like him now, which is kind of cool. Yeah, that I mean that happens a lot. Um, I find as as a writer, um, 
there are some characters who I just I just write as just like irredeemable bastards. Um, but then there are characters who like when um, I started to write them, I really just could not stand them. And then the more time you spend writing them and and you know getting to understand them, you start to. Um, you know, sometimes like them or sometimes at least, you know, y- you understand them better. Like you said, like, it's just like, all right, I, you know, I get why they're the way they are. Um, and yeah. Yulwin probably still has a bunch more uh, growing to do, I would think. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I think he he's at least uh, trying, I guess, you know, to, yeah, like you said, figure out his place in the world and how his experiences match with his upbringing and stuff. Speaking of irredeemable bastards, yeah. this might be a, a, a semi-spoiler-ish. All right, semi-spoiler-ish. But uh, for the Chapter 9 uh, recording, I did a uh, another character who said some terrible, terrible, horrible, hateful things to the point where I had to tell you... Um, I like went home and just like shut myself in my room and was like, "How did I just?" It just said horrible which, things. Which, which character are we talking about? That was uh, oh Bill- right, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, uh. <laughs> yeah. So to not be too spoilerific, we'll just say um, along the lines of like understanding uh, where characters come from. Uh, when we get to chapter nine, Greg is uh, playing characters very instrumental in uh the development of i guess one of our maybe maybe less likable characters you know mm-hmm. yeah all right well yeah no i uh, <laughs> i'm sorry to have uh put you through that no it was fine it was like i had had a bad week yeah and so that was a good blow off but it was also like i just oh god saying those things i ended up uh texting a few of those people, a few of my friends who have, like, really stuck through the show uh-huh. and who, like, have been reading through it. I was like, listen, in a few months, you're going to hear me say just the worst things. <laughs> um, so, but that was, I don't know, that was a different kind of... Yeah. Like, Disclaimer, the that. views of the characters do not reflect yeah. the views of their representative right. actors. This is a work of yes, fiction, <laughs> all similarities, etc., etc. Yeah. Um, it, it's interesting because the, the it does a similar thing that happened with Yellowween, where you take a character who's kind of like, ugh, this guy, right. and then you, it kind of like, oh, let's look at the past, and go, oh, goodness. Right. And like, this one's, like, mine was like, or, I mean, sorry, Yellowween's was like, uh, oh, it's just, it's a different upbringing different worldview whatever this one's like oh my gosh this is this oh no i feel so bad right and it's Um, like at least you can at least get to the point where you say well i still don't like the guy but geez he's doing like a pretty good job considering where he came from you know yeah yep so Um, we're talking about the narrator's sister talking about the narrator's past right right right. yeah exactly (laughs) obviously that was it's a very bizarre (laughs) scene that we we wrote in there um it doesn't really it serves no plot purpose uh, other than to make greg feel bad um yeah chapter nine is just sprites (laughs) just sprites (laughs) that's it um i uh yeah i don't know drinking mountain dew oddly (laughs) right (laughs) 
Yeah, we got this product placement deal from Mountain Dew. It's just like, well, you need to do an hour of Mountain Dew ads. Uh, so, we, and for some reason, like the the Mountain Dew drinking sprites just say the worst things. Um, Which is funny because you think they drink Sprite, but right, you, know. <laughs> you would think that. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know why when I like when it was time to like cast that character, I, like I literally could not tell you why. I just had this idea that like I think Greg is gonna do a good job with this character. Not that I think that you like <laughs> hold any of those. I felt like they would piss you off enough that you could like really embody that character in a useful way i have no idea where i had that sense but um from where i was standing in the booth your performance was great so i guess my instinct uh worked yeah good on a on a more general related note so as everyone knows we have in the once in future nerd like small characters pop up all the time and we just have to ask you know, wonderful actors like Greg to, oh, be five other people today. Right. So what's what's that like? Is that difficult to just pick up a new person on the spot for another 10 seconds and then throw them out? Um, that actually is because the, I, I put enough stressors on myself to play Yuluin and to, to like really nail that. That's more, that's just like fun for me. Just be like, all right, let me just do this wacky little thing and just woohoo. Like, I think <laughs> even in the... um the pre chapter seven uh like where the anniversary special uh where i was talking about playing the the dude bro in the bar um <laughs> yeah I, I try to give when i give greg like auxiliary parts i try to give him uh like accents that are not going to be that far outside of his realm of experience and i the, the dude bro, i think that was your idea to play that one character this is a very minor <laughs> spoiler for chapter eight there's just a guy they hang out with in a tavern and greg had the idea yeah. to just play him like you know like a frat bro uh and it, yeah. was, it was a pretty great decision <laughs> yeah and that's that's one of the things like a lot of the other actors well that i like i really like doing it but i have so many i feel like i have more limitations than most of the other guys just because everybody else or like a, a lot of these guys have actually been training to be voice actors and they've been putting a lot of work in it. And I'm just some plebe who came <laughs> off the streets. Is it like a, who is that a hit Roman the, the, slur? Like what even <laughs> is like, I have no idea. I think it is. That was yeah. Right. It's like, <laughs> it's like how you like insult a poor person in Rome. Right. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Um, I've also had you do uh, do some uh, some Jersey accents for, for some of yeah. uh, Bryce Riverfell's lieutenants. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, that's been interesting because now that I live in New Jersey, yeah. uh, I've had to try to you know try to you know make the call as much as possible about uh, or try to adapt to my yeah. <laughs> I guess living now. Yeah. Uh, and for that one, you know, we say they have, um, uh, like the, the phrases where like, I try to do vampire. Bill. Right. If I try to do Jersey, I just, I just think of the one phrase, uh, which is we don't pump our gas, we pump our fists. <laughs> um, and I try to do that as much as possible just cause that's what people from Jersey that I went to college with. <laughs> say. 
Yeah, we're going to have some more of those guys in the show. Without going into spoilers of the future, like, if you have thoughts on, like, the, the plot in general and what's been going on in Jordan, like, what, what, what are your thoughts? What do you think is happening there? I uh, reflect the opinions of some of my friends that I've talked about who have been listening as well, where it's uh, pretty interesting <clears throat> when you hear the, the kind of idea I'm sorry, pretty interesting is really mild. I think it's rad as hell. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> um, like, when I initially was given the, the premise of, like, oh, some kids from Pennsylvania get sent to kind of, like, uh, a fantasy world. So what's going to happen? All of a sudden, it felt like, instead of where it's like, oh, these kids having these wacky experiences, it's the world that's kind of been at the forefront and been the main character in the most interesting part. Um, so it's been really cool to get to see, to to kind of watch the world unfold in front of us. Uh, and I'm really excited for like what's going to happen towards the end of the book. And I don't want to, I really don't want to give anything away. But I'll say one thing that uh, when I get scripts, um, because I was such a long time listener, I pretty much only listen like read the parts where my name is mm -hmm. or with the various characters that I'm playing. Mm -hmm. Like I don't, I try not to read the other stuff as okay. much as possible unless I need to. And that way when I listen to it, it's still like, Whoa, <laughs> what? Oh my God. Um, so, which happens at work and it's embarrassing, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, uh, it's great. I love it. Uh, um, and to see where these characters, both like I guess, kind of the main party and then the other factions that are around, where they're going, uh, and kind of where you can kind of start to see where paths are about to cross and all that kind of stuff is is pretty great. Well, thank you. Oh, cool. Yeah, thanks. No, I mean, I think um, you know, at this point in you know, so far the the kids kind of aren't really powerful enough to really really be you know major agents you know so like they kind of yeah. are our excuse to like explore um the world and i think just yesterday or very recently um charlie jane andrews wrote a, a piece on io9 about like um sci-fi and fantasy tropes that everyone says are played out that she thinks we should keep doing and mm -hmm. uh like portal fantasy was was one of them and she was just saying that uh you know she thinks a well done you know the idea of like throwing an every man into the world as kind of an excuse for us to see it through their eyes is something that you know can still be uh done right so hopefully we're yeah. uh, we're doing it right oh definitely because there's like usually what that means is people think, oh, well, it's going to be these kids just being wacky and irreverent in this world or whatever. But it was kind of to give the the way that you guys do it is like my favorite because you go like, all right, let's get an everyman take on it. And these kids have kind of a role in the general like plot, but they're not the entire focus. Yeah, so the we're world not still goes the, on, basically. Yeah, like the world is still a functioning world where it's not like everything gets tipped over by these kids. It's just these kids are now kind of causing some ripples. Right. And then also all this other stuff is still being played out. Right. Um, 
So yeah, I, they have I think like that's really cool. They have like small bonuses to plot magnetism, but not. It's not. They're, they're <laughs> like plot magnet levels are like moderate, not uh, yeah. extreme. Um, I don't know. I feel like I need to make a character now. <laughs> yeah. Roll for yeah. plot magnetism. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Roll for. <laughs> Uh, Greg, thanks for taking the time to talk to us. Uh, it was definitely uh, a lot of fun, definitely uh, informative. Um, we will, uh, for everyone out there listening uh, with with bated breath for the conclusion of Chapter 7, uh, we will have that uh, posted on the website the moment it is ready. Um, and then uh, we will be back um, in... 2015 with with chapter eight and in the meantime we've got some uh some fun stuff uh planned um for kind of the the holiday hiatus uh i'm sure uh zach and i will we'll do another one of these where we talk about those things in a little more depth but uh zach do you want to do you want to tease any of that a bit hmm (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm gonna go with no you are going to be surprised all right so (laughs) Expect surprise. We've got good things coming. Okay. We have got good things coming. Uh, (laughs) All right. Well, um, as as always, everyone, um, thanks for listening. Uh, If you're enjoying the show, uh, please think about leaving us a rating on iTunes. Those uh, really help other viewers find the show, and they also um, make us feel amazing. And if you like the show and are feeling generous you can go over to our patreon page which is patreon.com slash once in future nerd and we've got some some really cool rewards if you want to kick in a couple bucks per episode if you have any thoughts about this conversation if you want to join in the conversation head over to our reddit at reddit.com slash r slash once in future nerd yeah that's uh that is now our uh official discussion forum uh for all the stuff uh on the show me and zach are both uh mods uh so if you want to uh spend some time on there you'll uh find some stuff to talk about we want to grow that because uh we want people to be talking about the show thanks everybody have a great week is that i'm so bad at it okay that's good enough all right yeah that's fine (laughs)